0: This is the Better Workplaces, Better World podcast, where important topics for today's workplaces are discussed. Brought to you by Workforce Readiness Arizona SHRM. Here's your host, Sherry Smith.
1: Good afternoon. We are here today speaking with Jenny McLellan with Arizona. Good afternoon. We're here today speaking with Jenny McLellan on employee recognition and rewards. Let's talk rewards,
0: Jenny. How are you? Oh, good, Sherry. I really appreciate inviting me to the podcast to talk about employee recognition, which I don't think we've been talking about as much as we should in the workplace right now.
1: You know, that's interesting you say that because that is a big hot topic, especially post-COVID. Right. Um, so, Jenny, do you want to give us a little bit of background uh, for yourself before we dive in?
0: Okay. Well, I am currently and have been the director of operations for Arizona Behavioral Health Corporation. It's a nonprofit here in Phoenix for 22 years. And one of my major roles in the organization is human resources. And uh, and I'm also on the uh, state council for the SHRM. Uh, and this year I am the director of the foundation
1: yes and i am lucky to get to serve with you on the arizona leadership council and i am so happy that you are able to do this for arizona sherm's podcast and um giving us your time today thank you so much for showing up and um, supporting this initiative for az Sharm. so uh, going back to what we were opening up with is uh it's not talked about enough so let's talk about it what what do you think are the trends or we need to see hr really dive into regarding employee recognition and rewards?
0: Well, you know, as we're all aware, post-COVID, it's actually changed some of the dynamics in the workplace and the mindset of our employees. So, I think it's time that we begin to focus on the less traditional areas of recognition, which I'm just going to kind of go over, you know, the typical length of service, usually and typically is five-year increments. the exemplary one-time achievements awarded, maybe by a bonus or some time off. And then there's also been the noteworthy performance such as work processes or when people give superior customer service. But now that we're in pretty much a different era and employees are having different expectations, um, I think it's really important to look at making our recognition programs more effective um, and looking at some non-traditional ways of rewarding our employees and not just like with a thank you or a little note, which those are always nice and everyone wants to be recognized and feel valued in their workplace. But some of the things that I've been seeing and, and hope to, that our um, HR folks will wanna implement is um, the fact that we have people out there that are have the ability to manage and champion change. And that's what we've seen in the HR world You know, during COVID and even now, things have evolved. We've had to be very creative on how we're um, hiring people and keeping them motivated. So another one would be innovation because we've had to be very innovative. Um, Recognizing people for new processes or system improvements they're making in the workplace. Also, the customer or client retention. Building morale in the workplace also, that's a big one, because I know that in all of our organizations, that suffered, especially with remote workers. It's been difficult to keep that morale going in the office. And also, we're looking at talent acquisition and retention. Um, we've had a lot of market diversification, technolo- technological advances. I mean, here we're doing this podcast that's something I, I probably would have never done about two years ago. Um Also, significant personal development. We have people on, on our workforce that part of HR is to help them with their pathway and to career development. And we can actually reward them and make them feel by the recognition um, to keep them motivated. Also, there's actions in the workplace um, to follow the core values of the organization. Uh, Another one is completion of a substantial project prior to a due date. We really have never heard of that before. It's always, well, you know, you make your due dates, but if someone's really working hard and making that effort, then why don't we recognize them for that? And also peer recommendations. Um, We've heard of peer reviews, but not necessarily a lot of them recommending their peers to be recognized, which is very important, especially with the team concept.
1: Right. I think that's very important. And I know in the, in the traditional sense um, of employee recognition, one of the things that gets brought up is how do you keep company politics and favoritism out of that? Even if we go to peer recognition, because you might have some clicks at work and things like that. So new versus old, there's still going to be some of that. How do you recommend the HR department facilitate keeping politics and or favoritism out of the process?
0: Um, I actually suggest that when you put a formal recognition plan together, that you put together a committee, which would, you would have representatives from different departments. If you're having a smaller organization, for instance, the one I'm in is we only have 14. Just make sure that you have people who don't work as close together and may have a little bit more of an objective opinion of the performance of that employee. Um, It it is a difficult thing because, you know, people become friends, especially in smaller organizations, but also you're going to want to establish the policies and the procedures for this type of recognition. So you're going to make sure that you have the requirements listed, what the eligibility is, what the process is going to be for approval of this type of recognition. So it's, it's important to have the types of awards that the organization's going to provide actually spelled out and actually the frequency of award presentations as well. How you're going to measure the performance to award somebody uh, a recognition award and also thresholds for awards, which what I mean by that is the measurements for the desired outcomes that you're looking for to reward someone and and let them know their performance was outstanding.
1: Yes, a lot of what you're talking about as well, I would think, also helps prevent a lot of discrimination and bias as well, putting those steps in place. Does that sound about right?
0: Yes, that is very important. Just because you want to make sure that the rest of the employees in the organization feel that that person is really worthy of that recognition. And there's not favoritism, and like you mentioned, bias, because we all have that. And that's something everybody needs to work on—is the bias, even though you don't think you do. There's different things that will come up that, you know, you go, oh yeah, I guess I I did really realize that uh, that person does things I like and might be a favorite. So
1: yeah, it is good to like. I love your idea of putting together um, a committee. To represent each department. Um, I, I recommend that with doing culture work as well, doing putting together a culture committee. But for this it's extremely important because you want to make sure, like you mentioned, that there is objectivity, uh, making sure that um, it mitigates for politics and discrimination or bias of any sort. But uh, the, one of the things that I wanted to um, mention and discuss with you, Jenny, is what are the current expectations of managers by implementing a formal
0: employee recognition program today? Well, Sherry, the employee recognition programs have always been implemented by organizations to increase the morale. Um, That's something that we still wanna do, of course. We wanna be able to attract and retain our key employees and elevate productivity. Also increase competitiveness, revenues and profitability in the organization improve the quality also safety and our customer service and in the process especially right now how we're talking a lot about mental health i have to bring that up as well is that we want to reduce the employee stress the absenteeism and turnover by acknowledging them uh, and being recognized and of course awards and incentives also are going to keep our employees motivated and Post-COVID, there's a lot of organizations who are still recovering from uh, financial burdens that they had to encounter during that time. And so their budgets might be small right now. Uh, Promotions may be somewhat scarce. And overall job satisfaction could also be suffering and be low. So this is a way that we can uh, actually get past some of those obstacles in ways that may not cost the organization a lot of money but keep the morale up and keep our employees actually happy and retain them
1: yes i um talk about uh the culture being a big component of of that and holding managers accountable and because it's it's all hands on deck kind of thing right so if you really want these programs to work um making sure that management is very clear on these expectations and how the system works. And one of the things I think you brought up as well was the immediacy of of it, recognizing somebody right away um, and um, how they want to be recognized I know is important as well. Some people are very private, some people like public. Um, and having different avenues of, of how you recognize, you mentioned that as well. Um, but uh, one of the things that sometimes isn't always discussed is, employees expectations. So we have in as an HR, we have a role in helping the managers identify and clarify what that is, but you know, for employee recognition programs. But what are employees expecting today, Jenny, especially post-COVID?
0: Well, the employees are actually wanting more value driven and more of a personal experience in their work life. So that's where the HR professionals need to really get creative. And, you know, we've got the same um, awards that we've seen in the past, cash bonuses, gift cards, gift certificates, you know, a lot of non-monetary awards like public recognition, like you mentioned, or staff appreciation. And those things are still good, but I think we need to put a little bit more of a spin on um, employee recognition to where it's more of an exciting experience Maybe something that's impromptu, something that might be unplanned, because most of the time these things are planned and they might be planned once a year. It is so important to actually give those recognitions as soon as possible and not wait till a one time event. And here's where, you know, you can do something, maybe um, having their favorite dessert in the afternoon, them not knowing coming to the conference room, you know, and, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, we're here to honor, you know, so and so. And they're like, oh, they didn't expect it. Because we've done that in my organization is we've had just like an impromptu lunch within an hour, we just throw something together, you know, get it catered in. And it was amazing how it really motivated that particular employee, because it was a surprise. It's an experience. And that's kind of what people are looking for nowadays is they remember those unusual experiences and not the standard recognition programs that we've seen in the past.
1: Right. In the past, would be like you get the one or two year pin or at the company party. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I yeah. Think- or even a certificate, because I know that sometimes that's not quite enough. You know, it's like, well, yeah, I have this piece of paper or I have this um, little award and uh, it's rather short-lived. This is something that you want them to keep in their mind that was made them feel special and want to continue to be productive and dedicated to the organization.
1: And in your workplace, um, what non-traditional employee recognition uh, experiences have you provided that you find to be the most successful, Jenny?
0: Actually incorporating it with a team event, a team building event, where you know we're all going i'm just going to give the example we all went to top golf and we had the whole breakfast thing and we're having a lot of fun and then all of a sudden it's like well you know what we're not only here for a team building event but we're going to either acknowledge the team as a whole or one particular person that's outstanding and it's a surprise and usually you don't go to kind of a fun place like that for employee recognition or you know we hadn't anyway so um it just makes it different.
1: And I think your impromptu is a great idea because uh it kind of reminds me of when I was a school teacher and or my children young you know a lot of parents would pay their kids for a, an A or a B and it was already expected so they'd work towards that rec- you know that reward and um it, because they were they knew they were going to be incentivized but when they're doing a great job and they don't know because it's just going to be impromptu they feel like it's not a um what am I trying to say? It's on the tip of my tongue. It's, it's not a, an expectation. It really is a reward for good work. So you, you're helping foster that intrinsic motivation that they have to do what they want to do. So that it's not always just dangling the carrot saying, oh, you're going to get a performance bonus because I mean, not that those are not great incentives. But when you do some of the impromptus, like you said, that are you have found to be very successful in your organization, it it does make them feel like, oh, wow, somebody saw me. Somebody saw and recognized and rewarded me for, you know, the work that I'm doing. And that makes it very special as well. So Something yeah. else
0: I wanted to mention, Sherry, is the fact that the delivery of the recognition is so important. It can make or break your recognition programs because it's important to actually explain the reason for the award and the behavior that's reinforced when you're announcing the award. And also, the award should be presented in a very tactful, sincere, and a heartfelt manner. Um, If the delivery is poor, it can actually demotivate the recipient as well as your other employees. And I've seen this happen where it's like, well, okay, um, you know, you've done a really great job, and um, we just want to recognize you for this. And it's there is not that excitement, there's not that sincere coming the feeling of that you really appreciate the job they do. And if it wasn't for them, there's everyone has such an important part in your organization, and they need to feel that way. And so the delivery is, is so important. And now that we're in remote work situations, we need to implement the virtual recognition program, um, which I really think is so important because it's not because you're together. You can have this um, recognition program, you can gather everybody, but let's say that you have employees in California, you have them in another state. It's important to find a way on a virtual platform to do the recognition program and it can be done. And it's also valuable for multiple site offices. And even if you have global operation teams, years and years ago, when I had a job working downtown Phoenix and I worked in a high rise building, the parking is very expensive. I mean, it's a premium to be parking in the same building that you're working in because a lot of people have to walk about two blocks away. So if you're recognized for, you know, um, like you said, employee of the month or employee for a year, the organization can pay that parking fee. I, I would be thrilled if you know I worked in that situation again and they paid the parking because back then it was very expensive. So I can only imagine what it costs now. Premium uh, parking is a premium when you're in downtown and small spaces. So that's another a good idea. I, I think there's a lot of things out there depending on the situation and where your organization is located that. You know, HR can come up with some other ideas other than what's been mentioned. So
1: what are some other ideas that you can come up with, Jenny, that you've seen work in your work history that you would have liked um, as an employee or I know you've been in HR for a long time, but even just, you know, <laughs> we're all still employees of the organization still, even though we're in HR. What are some things that you would like to see um, and or have experienced that you felt was a great form of recognition? Or
0: reward. Well, this may not be particular recognition for one person, but maybe in a team is you know we're talking about uh, making a rec room uh, downstairs where where I work. And when when we started talking about that, what we could have and do and and take breaks, people were so excited. They felt like yeah, they're really thinking about. And this comes back to mental health because that's working at Arizona Behavioral Health, um, a lot of our employees get burned out. They're dealing with clients every day and they need 15, 20 minutes to just go and kind of just recharge and maybe do a little meditation. So a rec room or room separated with maybe a recliner, maybe some music, some quiet time really means a lot to them.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it it does mean a lot to have some of those I want to call them quiet quiet rooms or whatever mm-hmm. you can call it a meditation room I know some companies that have meditation rooms mm-hmm. um, rec rooms whatever it might be where they can kind of blow off steam or just unplug for a minute you know and meditate uh, so one of the things I recommend to managers when they say well how can I um, reward or recognize employees and I always say the best way to figure that out is to ask them. Because That
0: is so true, because they know what they would like, what makes them happy, and what would work best. And I'm glad we're talking about this, because it reminds me, um, I believe it was Honor Health, um, right outside of their ICU, they have a room. And I don't recall the name of it right now. But I asked the nurse, I said, what is that room right there? I wish I could remember it. But that's where they go and decompress, because they work 12 hour shifts three days a week. And, you know, to them, that's just something that um, the hospital itself recognizes how important it is to give the employee that opportunity to um, de-stress because they're in a very stressful environment.
1: Yeah. And sometimes like for me, it's maybe provide, like what you had mentioned earlier, what's the value add, you know, can I be part of the overall bigger decision-making process, you know, um, Another thing for me is work-life balance, especially when I was in the corporate world and I was a single mother. It would have been great to have, and I've been in some of these negotiations with hiring um, individuals as well. It's like, can I just get off every Wednesday at three so I can watch my son's soccer game? I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's like an easy way to kind of really, um, I I know that's more of like an EVP, (laughs) employee value Mm -hmm. proposition, but it really is a way to show people that you really Recognize their contribution, and this is you know, some of that flex time might be a way to reward them. You know, you don't have to do it just in the job negotiation, you can do this with employees that are already there because time is an you know, um, it's the most you know, (laughs) there I go. It's a time is a valuable resource that we can't get back. So, I know a lot of people would like to be recognized with hey, can I just you know, get every if I'm employee of the month, can I get every Friday, Friday off at, uh, from three to five, can I just get off early for the next, you know, four weeks? Um, so time might be one too. So again, it's going back to the employee and asking them, what do you value? What, how would you like to be seen and recognized? Um, some people, it's just a great work, you know, some people would be like, Hey, this is how you can show appreciation to me is if you can let me off every Friday for the next month, and from three to five, just give me give me some of my time back, you know, I
0: don't know, what do you? think? Yeah, and that's, I think that's what we've learned um, post COVID. And I know in our organization is we all value the fact that we're still on a hybrid schedule. And we, you know, everybody's like, Oh, I like that. Because, you know, I can go to the doctor's appointment I need or make appointments for my family. And I can still come back and get my work done. But that pressure that you feel when you have to be at a particular location, and I'm just using this as an example from eight to five, you know, you get to your doctor's appointment, they might be running late. Oh, I have to run back to work. You're not as productive. I I think productivity has increased with that work-life balance that you did mention earlier. And that's what uh, employees are wanting. They feel valued more because you're actually looking at what their needs are um, in their family. And, that's kind of what the trend that i've been seeing is and so important is really talking to the employees what is it that you're needing what is it that would i can do to help you um and that's that's another way of recognition because you want to make sure that they you keep the good employees and they can have their work life balance and they will be the most productive
1: yeah and i don't think recognition always needs to just be when they've done something you know it's recognizing just the work that they're already doing Um, and when i do a culture um, assessment that is actually one of the things that pops up almost every time is that employees want to see more recognition not necessarily rewards but just like, hey, you know, I really work hard. I feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends. I've got my family. I've got this. I've got that, and I just don't feel like I'm ever recognized for my contribution to the company. So it doesn't. I be, yeah, yeah it Doesn't need to be intermittent or just when they do something mm-hmm. phenomenal. It could just be like, hey, take some time to yourself, or
0: what's and what's it's not time always time monetary. Right. You know, that's first thing people think is a bonus or something like that. Sometimes the time that you take to listen to employee and actually um, see what their needs are and give them a thank you, uh, is more of a value to them than if you gave them a bonus. Cause I've heard that in my organization as well as like, you know, I just need a few days off to be with my family and I'd rather have that than a bonus.
1: Yeah. To be seen and to know what their mm-hmm. value language is, right. What, what they find to be important. Um, and You know, if you really understand that about your employees and it goes down to each department, you know, uh, with managers, as I mentioned earlier, if you know that about your employees, they're going to feel, you know, like they're
0: appreciated. So that's right. And you don't and you won't know if you don't ask them (laughs) (laughs) because everyone has a different value placed on time and their workload and and so forth.
1: Love language. Right. Recognition. Yeah. So I would say recognition always (laughs) isn't just um You know, it doesn't have to always just be part of a program. It's just, you know, are they feeling seen? Are they feeling appreciated? Are they feeling appreciated for the work and contribution? And I know some people might say, well, that's their job. Yeah, but it's still nice to be appreciated. Just like moms at home. It's like, well, you're a mother. Of course, you're supposed to cook and clean. But are you appreciating? You know, it's this. you know, taking well, That's of just it, <laughs> either, right? Yeah, but it's it just want some appreciation. That's all. So, Jenny, this was such a great conversation. And thank you so much for your time. Um, we are at the top of the hour. Um, I just wanted to say this is such an important topic. And I hope to see more conversations with HR professionals around this and really, really implement these. Um practices you gave some great advice and tips today. Is there anything uh, any last words or advice that you'd like to give before we close?
0: Um, I would just like to say that um I just think that we just need to get a little bit more creative and not keep thinking of what's traditional. Um, our younger people coming in the workforce ask them what's important to them. You know we have so many diverse, we have um, Diversity in ages and ethnicity and, you know, a lot of people based upon their culture have different ideas of what's most value to them and what would be most helpful. So, again, I'm I'm glad you brought up. We just need to ask more questions and we need to have the communication with our employees and let them know that we really care about them get to know them a little bit better. Take that time. And that will give you a lot of answers on what the best recognition programs would be for your organization.
1: Yes, Yes. great advice. Thank you so much, Jenny. I appreciate your time. Again, um, hopefully we can do another one of these down the road and uh, we'll talk recognition hopefully next year and see how things have evolved since 2023.
0: That's right. Thank you, Sherry. I appreciate the invitation for the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Better Places, Better World podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, follow us on iTunes and find free resources at azshrm.com. That's azshrm.com. Until next time.